Greetings from Pandora. Welcome to A Vault Hunter's Guide to the Borderlands, the best Borderlands podcast on the Echo Net. I'm Drew. I'm Jeff. Thanks for joining us today for episode number 28, where today we're going to be talking to Borderlands 3 streamer and YouTuber Thick Filet. But first, just a quick reminder, you can always get in contact with us via Twitter at Vault Hunters Pod or through our email, evaulthuntersguide at gmail.com. And don't forget that you can watch us record the podcast live at twitch.tv slash Guide, except for this one because it was a special kind of thing. So find this one on Thick Filet's channel. That's right. <laughs> Thick Filet so- underscore. Yep. So uh, this one is a little bit of a different one. So just heads up. Uh, obviously, obviously, unless it's a live podcast, all podcasts are pre-recorded. However, this one is double pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, we already recorded the interview. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to you know edit that together and put it all together and everything like that. So um, but we're going to go ahead and give you guys the regular stuff anyway. We just wanted to make sure that we weren't monopolizing too much of uh, his time since he has a regular streaming schedule that he likes to get on and everything, too. So uh, that being said, uh, crazy stuff going on. Drew, how have your last two weeks in the Borderlands been? So I've actually been really rejuvenized, rejuvenated, reinvigorated, Re- Re- rejuvenated. <laughs> okay. Uh, um. So I'm super pumped about Borderlands right now, and not because like anything has been changed yet, but because of the changes that are coming with the June Fourth patch. Yeah. Um. Which at the time of uh this of release, we're gonna be like what, like a week away or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's gonna be real soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be sweet. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it's anybody who doesn't know, go and find the community dev like the dev letter. Um, they're talking about how they're going to revamp Mayhem 2.0 in the next couple of patches. The first one's coming on June 1st, and they're going to be lowering the amount of uh, health shields and armor that enemies have at Mayhem 7 and above. Mm-hmm. And they're also going to be uh, doing adjustments to current weapons. Um, so, you know. That'll be that'll be sweet. Nerf yellow cake buff. Mm, Maggie mm-hmm. buff. I mean, these are not things that they've said that they're going to do, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, and gearbox, please. Yeah, I know that everyone has their own opinions, and I know that there's a big community out there for like a- any game that does this. But I'm I am squarely not in the camp. I'm not sure what camp I'm in, but I know I am squarely not in the camp of people who say, you know, no nerfs, only buffs. I don't think that's the right way to go about things all the time. Yeah, that I don't think that that works. I mean, like ion cannon, like it's still a really good weapon, even though it got the uh, the charge time, you know, nerf. Um, I'm totally good with that. Like it's still like it's a really good weapon. Still, it's just not broke as hell. Right. Yep. Exactly. So, but yeah. So you are you kind of getting ready for some of those for some of those things to happen? Then are you kind of getting used to any other weapons or anything? Yeah, essentially. I mean, like we bring this up in the interview too, but like with Guardian Takedown being announced and they're saying, hey, it's low gravity and there's jump pads and stuff. I'm kind of hoping that they do some cool shit with airborne annoyance here mm-hmm. soon. Um, I'm hoping that they make those really good. Um, but yeah, just generally, like there are guns that I like more than others just because of what they are. Like, like I'm an old school Borderlands player. I want the Maggie to be good. I want the Laiuta to be awesome, you know? Right. Like currently... If I'm farming, if I'm farming for a for a different monarch, you know, from uh, Kilovolt, and I end up getting a Lyuta, like I'm like, oh, it's just a Lyuta, and that's terrible. Like that's, yeah, that's fucking sucks. terrible. <laughs> it, it, I hate feeling like that. Right. So, like, even with a like, it would have to be a like, damn near god roll Lyuta with a 300 percent anoint for it to be something that I even consider. You know. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, that's just not, that's, that's not my, not my borderlands. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, right. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to the, uh, for the weapon adjustments. And then I'm also really looking forward to whenever they down the road, do the action skill, um, buffs and changes and shit, because I really want like, you and I talked about this before, but I really want like sick ass iron bear mows, you know, yeah. like right now, iron bear is fine, but I want it like stupid. Right. Know? Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> mega bear. <laughs> yeah. Like, give me a, just give me a full on transformer in my borderlands game. <laughs> oh man. That'd be nuts. Um, I want to be that transformer. I want, I, I want to be that transformer. Like when everyone else is like, you know, roll out or fly and high or something. It's just like, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I want, I want new iron bear to make old, to make current iron bear look like, you know, wood cub. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and come up with something better, but that's just the best. That's it. <laughs> this is where that's we tops. Can't fucking top that shit. This is, this is where we peak as content creators. That's it. everybody. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck that interview that we got coming up. We're going to shut the show down right now. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, what about you? How have your last two weeks in the borderlands been? Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm kind of, you, usually it's kind of the other way around, but I haven't been doing as much borderlands. And I think it's just because I have gotten a little, I've gotten a little burnt out with it. Um, just the way it works and everything. And, and it, and it is, and it's my own fault because I've been basically doing the same thing. Every time I go in, I've just been, you know, yellow caking everything, you know, just because that's, that's what you do. And you gotta I, stop doing that. I know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to stop. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like doing that. And I know that I need to, especially cause I know there's some other stuff that I want to get before, um, you know, before the cartel event ends, which it's going to, that, that also ends in June, doesn't it? June 4th. Yeah. So I need to, I need to get working on some stuff like that again, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've been kind of, kind of up in the air about it a little bit. So I'm excited for what the June 4th thing will bring. Um, and I'm excited for that and the takedown and everything. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited for, um, I'm excited for, you know, airborne and sliding anointments to get some adjustments too. Cause I hate seeing those and just instantly not even caring about whatever the gun even is, even if it's like a perfect role as far as the parts and everything like that. And then just being like, well, forget this, you know? So, yeah. Yep. Exactly. So like you find a find a perfect chaos and then it's like it's like oh sick chaos and oh airborne. I'm out. Yep. <laughs> out the window. So it's just automatic. It's it's completely automatic. Like even even with the sliding one, like you can make some arguments for like all right, you know, snowdrift zane, you know, just being fast man. Yeah. Zip zip, you know. Right. Zip zip pew pew. Haha, Zane go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just slide around everywhere and have it kill people. Haha, <laughs> Zane go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, it's, um, yeah. so all right. So what are you what are you looking for right now? Like, what are you what are you farming in anticipation of the of the uh, weapon adjustments on June fourth? Uh, again, it's not really that I'm that I'm farming anything in anticipation of adjustments. I'm just trying to get the things that you that you are going to be unable to get unless you get them from the event. 
from so, the event. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like, a yellow cake is one of them, but I want to make sure that I also have really good versions of uh, the OPQ system. And I want to make sure mm-hmm. that I've got really good versions of, I don't know, just really good versions of, of everything from that. I'm, you know, like a yellow cake as well and no PQ system. Um, well, no pew pew. Yeah. You know, pew pew, all that kind of stuff. Fish slap, I guess. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's gotta be a good way to use that in, you know, hopefully with the adjustments coming, maybe there's going to be a really fun way to use that in like an Amara melee build. So thick actually has a sick, I sick, thing where he's like using a uh he's doing a tdr build where he's like chucking a bunch of shit he's chucking oh, yeah, shotguns yeah. yep and then he um uses a fish slap and a uh, cut purse um mm. so that way he's like just tosses out the uh oh yeah and then and then duct tape mod right so that way he's getting the grenade to drop so that way he can get ammo back so perfect so well yeah um speaking of thick filet i think it's about that time we're gonna go ahead and throw you guys over to that interview that we did with him he was he was great please you know we're gonna reiterate this at the end as well but if you guys have not gone and checked him out yet uh go check him out we'll have links to all of his stuff in the show notes um go check him out on twitch at thick filet underscore that is thick with two c's because thick um, cause of course, yeah, cause of course. So, and then also go check him out on YouTube at, uh, youtube.com slash thick filet. And, uh, yeah. So get in his discord, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's really good about getting back to people about things, obviously. So, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. For real. Um, so yeah. Uh, drew anything else before we throw it to the interview? Nope. I don't think so. Take it away, Drew. All right, we are here today with Thick Filet, uh, YouTuber, uh, Twitch streamer, content creator extraordinaire. Uh, how you doing today, man? Yo, what's up, dude? Glad to be on the show. Yeah, glad to thanks have you. Thanks for inviting me. Yep. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Like, this is uh, this is our first first interview, and to be able to get uh, you know to be able to get Thick Filet is fucking sick because you know it's I mean, easy, man. Just DM me. <laughs> it was I, I was genuinely surprised at how easy it was to get a hold of you. <laughs> yeah. It was it was like Join my Discord in the link in the, my YouTube pin comment every video and just DM me. I'll answer. Perfect. Yeah. So um so anyways, um Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, I mean you've been you're kind of like a like an up and comer. Um like but like you're getting a lot of recognition. Like I'll be watching k6's stream or something like that and you'll hop in there and he's like oh what's up thick you know uh-huh. or, you know and like that's that's pretty cool yeah, yeah i um, get around yeah <laughs> i see that so you i see that you only started making content like around like when borderlands 3 dropped um and it kind of got me wondering like how did you start playing borderlands games like in general um so in general i played them when i was like 14 years old and like one of my friends uh, one of my friends already played them, and he was like, this is a really fun co-op game. We could play it together. I mean, you know how Borderlands is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's really how I started playing. Like, literally just my friend was like, let's play this game. And I was like, all right, cool. Nice. nice. Solid choice. Does your friend still play? No, it was literally a middle school friend. I don't even, like, talk to him anymore. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. As as should most people do with most middle school friends. You should probably never talk to <laughs> people you were friends with in middle school. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so what made you want to get into uh, content creation specifically? Um, so realistically, my interests in general for like, uh, all right. Cause you know, when you're in high school and stuff, 
the question of what do you want to be when you grow up uh, tends to arise, right? Yeah. So I've always been interested in like starting my own business. Um, I've always watched like Gary V and stuff. You know Gary V? Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. So I've always been interested in stuff like that. Um, me starting this channel was kind of out of the blue. And it was actually because I made a Zane build when Zane was very bad. Um, so for like, you guys know how Zane was like terrible at the beginning of the game. Yeah. yeah As a Zane yeah. main, I definitely do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I made like some insane build. Um, you can see it on my channel. It was basically just infinite grenades using a pocket full of grenades. And he actually used to heal off of them from salvation. Mm, nice. So it was actually pretty broken because you would literally just spam hex grenades, which were super strong at the time. Mm-hmm. And have and be immortal. It was literally like Minimos. Nice. Yeah, that's and, really funny uh, because Jeff actually tried to put together a uh, an infinite grenade Zane when we we had the skill trees out and we knew that the infinity was going to be in there, and uh-huh. so we were hoping that it was going to work with um, duct tape mod and shit. And like, yeah, oh yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, but as soon as we like tried it out, we're like, oh, that doesn't work. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so no, pocket full of grenades down. is crazy because it's actually like probably the best grenade regen in the game. Right. Huh. Nice. Which is kind of wild. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. So so you made this. But yeah. So you made this build then, and and you're just like, it was just like, man, Zane Zane's terrible right now. I got to share this with other people, kind of thing. Or yeah, honestly, it was. And then kind of um, while I was doing that, just my other side, like how I said, I watched like Gary V. I'm into business and stuff. Yeah. That kind of just kicked in, and I just took off from there. Nice. Thanks. So, so it was what like makes, kind of an accident, but I was also kind of ready for it. I don't know. Kind of, kind of, just one of those things where it's just like, well, a little bit of both. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I guess, just, I guess now is the right fate. time. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, uh, how do you, with all the like peaks and valleys that Borderlands Three has gone through, how do you stay motivated to keep coming back to Borderlands? Um, what do you mean, like, kind of well, how Man like, Two Point kind of sucked, but I'm still playing. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like, there's times when, when like, um, I don't know, when you get like all your max gear and everything, and you're all and you're all decked out and you're good to go, and mm-hmm. you're just mowing shit down, and then you're just like, I'm kind of bored with this. I'm gonna go play something else for a little while. Like, do you do you do that? And you just um, no, not really. If anything, I will just not play if I'm bored. Um, usually I'm pretty, whenever I play a game, I'm like all in on it. Like I'm not the type of person to play multiple games at once. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's kind of just natural for me to just continue in this game and wait for it to get better. Um, I would say that's the main thing that's keeping me playing is knowing that they're going to fix it and that it's going to get better because if that weren't the case, then I might try to switch. Um, and there is also like the whole thing where like, I'm a YouTuber, I get paid to play this game. Right. (laughs) Uh, but, but that's the thing. If they weren't going to fix this game, then in my head, I would be like, all right, this game isn't going to last. I better switch while I can still get a career from it. You know what I mean? Sure. Right. right. Um, but realistically, I would say it's actually Gearbox's like communities or like how they listen to the community a lot. Like their whole fine tuning mayhem 2.0. Um, as soon as I read that, I was instantly just like. Like, I didn't care how bad the game was because the fact that they really listen to that extent that they are, like, changing, like, what they put together. Because you know what I mean? Like, game devs actually spent the time to put this game together. So the fact that they would change it uh, based on the community, like, a lot of people, a lot of game devs won't do that, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot like, um, like, Jeff, you, I mean, Jeff was, so I'm relatively new to the Borderlands series, but Jeff, you 
were you were playing Borderlands two like during the the dark days, like of early Borderlands yeah. two, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. So, so Borderlands do have a dark days. I could believe it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like. I don't know, just like right at the beginning and stuff like that, there was some different things and, and there were some there were some things that they need to work on, like um as far as getting some of the weapons was kind of a pain. Like they they had specific drops back back then, but sometimes it was like, Oh yeah, this gun has, you know, a you know, instead of having like a ten percent chance to drop from this enemy, it has like, you know, a point zero zero one percent chance. Yeah. So <laughs> that kind of stuff. But yeah, uh, it's actually, yeah definitely like, I can I can appreciate what you're saying about like about the the dev letter coming out and kind of like reinvigorating you because I was honestly feeling a little down after like the initial Mayhem 2.0 drop you know like you you get you got stoked you know you started doing the cartel event and all that shit but then like like after you figure out that like the whole game is like OPQ system and Monarch and Yellow King yeah it just it didn't feel great right but then like they dropped that letter and. And it is, it does like give you a lot of hope because now, even though like, like a Maggie is not great right now, right? Like if, yeah, if you, if you listen to our show, like you, like people know that we love the Maggie, like <laughs> everybody every, loves the Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's hard not to love it. And like, so the hope of like it being good again makes you want to go in and, you know, get a perfect one. And hopefully, you know, when they, when they buff it, like that carries over and all that shit. So, yeah. Uh huh. Um, and we were actually really, nervous we, so we thought about dropping a uh like a state of the game podcast when mm-hmm. after mayhem 2.0 you know because we reviewed it and then we were gonna do like a state of the game like what's going on what are we gonna do blah 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 but then they came out with the dev letter like between our recording date and the day that it gets posted so we would have looked like oh total, yeah we would have looked <laughs> like total been fucking assholes yeah yeah yeah, yeah like <laughs> the downside all, of recording every like all the comments on our stuff for that episode would have been like oh but they're gonna fix it be like yeah we we know but yeah like <laughs> but we didn't so yeah anyways so, um so yeah like all right so oh, yeah. go ahead jeff yeah so you know you mentioned that when you when you go in on a game you're pretty much all in on it so then like aside from like aside from borderlands like are there any other you know games that you play like either off stream or when you're not making content or like even any no other- right now I, I really i don't play any other games um occasionally maybe if one of my old friends wants to play like smite or something i might hop on hop on but nice that's like very rare um i i actually played a lot of magic Magic was my big game uh, before Borderlands, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, before that, when I was younger, I used to just play RPGs like Skyrim and Fallout were my favorites. Yeah. So nice. And uh, I played Borderlands 2 a lot when I was like really young. Like I played through it a bunch of times. I yeah. found all the Easter eggs, but I never bought a DLC. I've never experienced BL2 OP levels. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah and that like reminds that. me. I was I was in your stream the other day when you were like you were like yeah I've never even played the Tiny Tina DLC. Yeah, I'm like fucking <laughs> what? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't experienced like everything you're supposed to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Quick, quick side tangent on magic. Like I know this isn't a magic sh- stream or anything, or even a magic Calm podcast. Down. But like, what are your what formats do you play? Modern. Oh really? Okay. Um, I played I played a little bit of standard, uh, but mainly modern. What's your uh, what's your modern, modern like? What's your go to deck? I played Tesserator. You know Tesseret? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. <laughs> yeah, I played a I played a Thopter Sword Tesserator list, um, and it was like it was it was pretty much control, but with a combo finish. Nice, nice. I am um, so much so that's like my I'm, favorite thing to do. 
I'm pretty. I'm still fairly new to Magic. Like I've only been playing it a couple of years, and I'm still like nervous to like really dip my toes into like into modern or pioneer or anything like that. I'm I'm straight casual at heart playing Commander right now. Yeah. yeah. So. No, Commander's great. No, yeah. I'm 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 all I'm all about Commander. That's like what all my decks are. And but I yeah. I've got like my my LGS is like really good about pushing Commander and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, like like today, That's cool. yeah, like today, like you know, my wife is gonna go out and get uh, you know groceries, and I'm like I'm like, oh babe, I just messaged the shop. Can you pick up these couple of cards so I can make a new Commander deck? She's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, Magic's expensive. Oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, that's probably the main issue with it. But yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, all right, That's cool. actually why I like it, though. It's like gambling. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. Did you hear that yeah. about the uh, about where they're coming out with packs that have like two rares and two foils and all that? No, like, no, dude. I haven't kept up with it for a couple years now. Yeah. It's just something they announced like this past week or whatever, and I'm like, you money grubbing sons of bitches. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's yeah. It's 50, 15 cards that are gonna like in the pack. It's gonna be fifteen cards that have two two rares and two foils that still have the chance to be rare and it's all like reprints so, and it's like good reprints so, so it's like blight steel colossus and doubling season and shit yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah, yeah someone nice. real quick someone just asked in my chat what's more expensive magic or hearthstone magic magic, magic for sure straight up i've never sure. played hearthstone and i know magic's more expensive <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah there absolutely. are there are cards in magic that cost the price of your house yeah mm-hmm. straight mm-hmm. up yeah, like there's literally you, yeah yeah like yeah if I, if I got a full set like if i got a if i got a full set of power nine that would be more than that would literally be more than my house yeah yeah and my yeah. and my and my house is not bad <laughs> like magic might as well be bitcoin yeah or something i don't know so, <laughs> like it's actually that expensive right so all right anyway yeah, get, uh yeah let's move on yeah, get yeah all right so back to borderlands yeah. uh so why why zane like did you did you play other classes like what made you stick with zane? uh why zane i literally opened the game um, okay, so I didn't keep up with Borderlands 3 at all. I knew I was going to play it um, when it got announced because I had some other friends who were interested in it. And uh, me and a friend of mine played like the full story. Uh, we like binged played it. I think it took us like 30 hours to complete <laughs> Nice when nice. it first came out. Yeah. And um, so I didn't keep up with anything and I didn't want to. I wanted to just kind of hop in. Um, I was actually going to pick Amara because I did look up like a couple videos. You know how you look up a couple videos before you start playing the game. Yeah, sure. And um, when I opened up the game, I just picked Zane. I was like, he has two action skills. He looks the coolest. And yeah, you guys know the rest. Solid choice. Yeah. So, so then, uh, you know, I mean, do you, do you still do you still play the other classes sometimes or? Occasionally, rarely. Okay. Like, uh, like actually, rarely. All right. So then, big question. So then, big question is, what is what is your second favorite class then? <laughs> um. So I think specifically Fade Flack. Ooh. I I cuz I actually did play zero in BL2. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And um I just like the idea of fade looping. Yeah. It just it just seems like a fun playstyle. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. I like sliding on a snowdrift a little bit better than that, so you know, we'll stick to Zane <laughs> right. for now, but <laughs> Nice. All right. Yeah, Fast Zane is has been Jeff's like go-to like since the beginning, right, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah since the very so. beginning like I was all in on it. Like yeah, and, and that worked out pretty well cuz when you know, when you and I and and my wife started playing it and when we, you know, started streaming that first of all, like we were all in on it. She was like, "I'm playing Amara, you were like, "I'm playing Flack," and I was all about Zane. So, when yeah. Violent Momentum actually gave you 30% damage. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so then, um, so then kind of going off, off that, you know, uh, ob- obvi- for a very obvious reasons, a lot of this is going to be very Zane heavy. So I hope this is okay. 
Mm -hmm. So, um, so if you were going to knowing what we do about Zane and how he works currently, if you were going to design a class mod around him, what would you, what would you do? I, (laughs) dude, we just talked about this. I have no clue. (laughs) I've never, I've never actually sat down and thought, um, like what, what kind of, like what? What could I add to Zane? What skill tree would I add? What what new class mods or new action skills? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like. I know I'm not a game developer, and I know that whatever idea I come up with is basically just like a fan fiction. Sure. Um, so I've never put some serious thought into it. I feel like I'm better at like actually testing the game and seeing what works and giving my feedback on that. Fair enough. You know what I mean? I'm kind of cool with my role as like game tester rather than. Coming up with stuff, I have no clue. I, I actually have no answer for that. No, that makes it. That makes perfect it's, sense. It's funny because we're actually kind of the opposite of that because we like to do a lot of like theory crafting and just like making be like, oh yeah, what if they did this and this and this? But then like it never fucking matters because they never do that anyways. So mm-hmm. like it's, it's kind of pointless. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Side of it, but like there've been a couple of times where it's happened. Like remember, you know, remember when? Yeah, it, there's there's been a couple suggestions on the forums and stuff that ended up making. Uh, I don't know specifically, but if you go look up some of the Moe's, some uh, some old threads about Moe's and how to buffer, some of those changes actually happened, I believe, mm-hmm. when they buffed yeah. Moe's. Yeah, that's I'm true. not sure specifically which ones. Yeah. Uh, but someone was telling me that. Yeah. They're like, I remember, you know, when when Drew and I were talking about it before and we actually talked about, you know, having like a, some kind of a big head mode in there that does like extra critical hit damage and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That. No, that's a great example because big head mode was probably... One of the most common things when Mayhem 3 was around yep. and we were all complaining about bullet reflection, mm-hmm. everybody was like, what is Mayhem? It's supposed to be big head mode and <laughs> enemies riding in on dinosaurs. They gave us big head mode. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like and they actually sick. did. Yep. All right. So if uh, you made a video recently about the CN Dead class mod and how mm-hmm. it's essentially how it's essentially a crutch and yeah. like, would you by that? Do you mean like it's a crutch for? Um, I mean, everybody who's listening should go and watch that video because it's awesome. But like for our audience who's listening right now, like, do you, would you do you mean it's a crutch for the players or do you mean it's a crutch for the developers like as a. Um, well, I uh, so I wouldn't say it's a crutch for the developers because I would not assume that's how they looked at it whenever they created it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wouldn't explicitly say that but to answer that question in a way it kind of is a crutch for the developers Mm -hmm. um rather than a crutch for players yeah it is a crutch for players you you probably could get through m10 true takedown on zane without seeing dead but like it'll take you quadruple the time like legitimately right yeah um so it's not so it's not necessarily just a crutch for players you know what i mean yeah 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 so if we didn't have the seeing dead class mod which one would you be using uh, antifreeze or infiltrator, something with violent momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Zane's two things is that he has seen dead and he has violent momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And those are like overwhelmingly his strongest aspects. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So if you don't have seen dead, then you need to use violent momentum pretty much. Yeah, that makes sense. So then, kind of going off that, I mean, you're you know you're pretty quick with the no one you know um, how how to do that kind of stuff. So so how you know. We're we're not really into like telling you know our listeners or anything like hey you got to do this if you want to do the game right so like how when you're coming up with a build how is like how do you kind of put it together? Um. All right. So 
So let me think how to answer this. Um, <laughs> so when you put together a build in this game, uh, a lot of stuff is... Um, how do, how do I explain this? It's not like a lot of stuff isn't intuitive in this game. Right. Like if you were to try to build Moe's on a skill tree and you didn't know all the different work that people have done with Moe's, then it wouldn't be intuitive to put together. You wouldn't know that short fuse on mode is actually boosted by iron bear damage. Did you know that? I had no idea. <laughs> okay. It's, it's so there you go. Mains, no. so, so there you go. Short, uh, you know, Moe's capstone short fuse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually boosted by iron bear damage. Really? So, huh. yes. So there's a lot of interactions like that in this game, um, and it's not it's not very intuitive. So, like when you ask me how I put a build together, it's based on my testing or based on other people's testing um, of skills and how they work. Um, if you read the Gearbox forums, there's some good posts on there. Um, but I would mainly join like discords, like the official Borderlands server, the build section mm -hmm. um, has a lot of the people who pretty much I've worked off of in the past. Um, a lot of their testing, tons of people like that. I can name dozens of people who have told me how certain things work and that's how I build my build. Nice. Solid choice. And I, I think so that's, when, I, I think that's the thing sorry, that makes ahead, that's all right. I, I think that's the thing that, you know, I really do like about this community is the people that get into it really get into it and they're willing to share and kinda give that information. Yeah. I mean I mean you for example, you know, like you said, yeah, just like DM you or whatever, you know. So mm -hmm. I think that's nice. So <laughs> yeah, with definitely. The, with that being said, like is that how you ended up finding the the Borderlands math community and getting hooked yes. up with dudes like Prismatic? Yeah, literally. I literally went into the Borderlands Discord um, whenever I wanted to share my first Zane build, and I just like you know self promoted in there or whatever. But I ended up just actually talking to them, um, actually having conversations, actually made friends with all of them. Um, I'm very well known in the Borderlands builds uh, section. Um, like uh, if you go in there and you check the recommended builds, I manage the the Zane builds in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so yeah, I actually so, just went in there and made friends with them. <laughs> nice. So you pretty much always go for like the most highly optimized build. Like that's what's fun to use. Just like, um, not always. Uh, I've definitely had builds that were like, like I still like once they buffed Nova shields, I'm going to make a Nova build oh, sick. with like Zane's <laughs> clone and the infiltrator class mod. Yeah. Uh, so definitely not always. Um, it just depends what I'm doing. Kind of with the way Mayhem 2.0 released, um, it kind of is about the most optimized things. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Do you um, think that just that's right going to be? Do you think it's going to be easier to? I mean, we all know that it's like it's going to be easier with the with the updates and stuff. Are you? Is there a build that you're looking at doing once they, um, you know, balance the weapons and once they bring down the uh, armor, shield, and health? Is yeah, like definitely. You're so, like, oh so, man, I can't wait to do this build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's definitely a couple builds, like I said, with the Novas. Also, I have like just a radiation red suit elemental projector set up because mm, uh, you can do that on any character and it's always fun. Yeah. Um, just random stuff like that. I am actually really looking forward to when they buff action skills um, mm -hmm. because if you have watched me and you know me, I always say like Zane's drone is completely useless. Yep. <laughs> it's just an anointment holder for Sentinel cryo. Right. And like, you know, it throws a grenade. That's cool. But like all the augments are pretty bad and like, it doesn't really do damage. Right. Um, so I'm really looking forward to a setup where I can like actually use Zane's action skills. Like that would be cool if they make that possible. Mm -hmm. Um, it definitely depends how they implement this stuff, 
um, if it's successful or not. But yeah, I'm looking forward to trying all that stuff out. Nice. I think I think Zane players are really looking forward to that. And I also think that uh, Moe's players are really looking forward to that, to like, you know, getting... Honestly, another thing um, people don't think about is like Amara players are really looking forward to slamming enemies and killing them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's she's just, like granted, like this wasn't part of something that you could actually play as, but Lilith and and BL two like could slam around and you know and would just wipe out everything in that area. Like Amara should be able to do the same thing. You yeah. Know? And. Same, I mean, like, what's it's just like, what's the point of phase slam otherwise? Just an anointment holder, and it's like, right. why wouldn't I just use ties that bind? I don't know. I, I, I like having alter, like, like when I go down a skill tree, I want to feel like I'm missing out on my other skill trees. You know what I mean? Right. I don't yes. want to feel like, okay, yeah, this is the overwhelmingly good choice. I'm not missing anything by only using C and Dead, which is how it is right now. I'm not missing out on anything on Zane. By only using C and Dead, because his other stuff just like doesn't compare, right? Um, yeah. In Endgame, at least. Yeah. Um. So, probably your most popular build for Zane right now is Swiss Army Knife Zane. Yeah, right now it is. Is do you see uh, Swiss Army Knife Zane as being like future proof? Like, is it gonna be with the yeah yeah? yeah. Basic- I mean, unless yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> well, it's just like with with the base of what it is, like is it can it handle Mayhem 10 like no matter what happens down the road? Uh yeah, so unless they the thing about Swiss Army Knife Zane is it is kind of just the most optimal setup. Um and in the video I tell you what what you want to look for on your class mod. Mm-hmm. In the video I tell you what you want to look for on artifacts, but realistically as long as you know how to build Zane, it is pretty much the most optimal uh, setup or not necessarily. Um, that's that's what's cool about Swiss Army Knife. Um, I do sacrifice a couple optimal points um, because, as you know, um, well, you've watched the video. Yeah. Swiss Army Knife is made to use any action skill or like any setup, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so if you're using dome and barrier, then ob- like, and you don't ever plan on using the clone, then you want to take the clone points out of that build. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not the most optimal in that sense. But like otherwise, it pretty much just is like all the best options, and I kind of um, it's more so me te- like teaching my viewers how to play Zane, what skills to pick, what class mods to pick, rather than just being a build. It's supposed to be like the the forefront of like you're supposed to find your favorite action skills and then kind of spec towards that. Perfect. Sure. I love I love I love that idea because I think you know that's something that something else that we got in in the dev letter was them saying we don't want there to just be like one build for every character and so that's the one thing that i'm hoping for in the future is that we get more of that kind of stuff where it's like yeah there's several builds and pretty much anyone can build the way they want to as long as they as long as they play the game well when they're doing it you know Mm -hmm. so um oh yeah go ahead well, so you, we talked earlier about how you came up with a uh, you came up with a Zane build that you that was really sick in the days of Zane being hot garbage, essentially. Like what? I haven't. I didn't actually see that video. What was the build that you came up with? What was it? Was was that the oh, infinite grenades okay. one? Yeah, yeah. It was. Okay. It was literally pocket full of grenades, recurring hex grenades, and salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, so salvation actually all life still in the game. Um, only salvation doesn't do this anymore. 
Um, I'm pretty sure I got it nerfed because I posted the video. I got like uh, upvoted on Reddit a bunch. <laughs> and then a week later, they nerfed Salvation. But actually, Amara's sustainment and uh, Russian offensive mm -hmm. and even the lifesteal anointments, I think, they all heal from everything. Like, mm -hmm. they don't just heal from gun damage. They heal from, I'm pretty sure, melee, uh, grenades, yeah. TD or chucks. Um, and that's Shield how Salvation damage? used to work. Probably. Yeah. Um, sustainment is specifically says elements, so any bo any elements you can deal, you'll heal from. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, they also heal from grenades and stuff. Um, and that's what Salvation used to do. It literally used to heal you with grenades. So I could literally just chuck hex grenades forever and just never die. Nice. That's nuts. Just literally never die because I would con have constant, like you know what a recurring hex grenade does. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Zane's pocket full of grenades is actually um, some of the best grenade regen in the game. Mm -hmm. Possibly better than Moses MOD <laughs> um, because it's more consistent. Yep. Um, MOD can definitely keep up on the grenades, though. Don't get me wrong. Right. Uh, but pocket full of grenades is just constant re grenade regeneration. It's it's timed grenade regeneration. There's no condition, mm -hmm. um, and it's just constantly active. Cool. So, so then, uh, so then when like you know it's. You know, it's day one. You're playing like your 30 hour campaign with your with your friend, like you were talking about. Was that like the first? I mean, was that like the very first thing that you tried to do with Zane, or was there something else that you were trying to like? Kind of force? Uh, no, not at all. Um, if you notice, my my when I posted that video was about a month after the game came out. Yeah. Um, when the game first came out, I was just playing normal. Um, I was part of a lot of trading discords. Um, I actually used to like collecting items and trading people. Mm. Because that, that was actually how I had fun at that moment. I kind of ran, I didn't run like a shop or like, you know what I mean? Right. But I kind of looked at it like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, I liked actually being a part of the community and stuff like that. Like that's, that's how I had fun playing the game uh, before I started YouTube, you know? Nice. Cool. So uh, one of the other big things that uh, they talked about in, in the dev letter uh, and, you know, there, so, so right now in, in the game, there are 60 different weapon anointments. So approximately. approximately, approximately, yeah, uh, 60, 60, 60, six, zero. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. 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 It, you, sometimes it feels like more. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So, um, but that, that being said, um, you know, uh, are there like, are there any that you would adjust or just like straight up get rid of? Uh, the anointments, the anointment system is all over the place. Um, I could say an easy fix, an easy fix would be to uh, remove non-damage anointments from Mayhem 10 or higher Mayhem levels. Mm. Mm. Um, I think it's fine that there is this big variance in anointments, but when endgame is balanced around 300% damage anointments, like you gotta you gotta stop sliding in accuracy anointments from dropping. It just makes it makes looting for Mayhem Ten like a, a huge pain. Right. Sure. Um sure. so that's the main thing. A lot of people I've seen a lot of people with their criticisms saying that they would get rid of anointments completely. Um I don't agree with that at all. I I like the weird interactions and the bugs and the glitches. Um like I, I like finding stuff like that and like double dipping anointments with certain skills and stuff. Right. Yep. Um, that that's really fun to me, but I would tone it down and I would create more balance. Um, it's kind of the same thing, like how I talk about how CN, like Zane is pigeonholed into Sea and Dead. Yeah. Well, he's also pigeonholed into Sentinel Cryo, um, the three hundred anoint, like because mm -hmm. those are just the best anointments. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you have you started farming for uh, airborne stuff for Guardian takedown? I have saved a couple things. <laughs> um, nice. They did say they're buffing anointments. Yep. And if I had to guess, I think Airborne is going to be the first one to get buffed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I had to guess. 
Yeah, that just it just makes a lot of sense. What with the low gravity and the jump pads and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm yeah really, definitely. I'm really excited to see what they end up doing with that. Yeah, it'll be interesting um, to see like if they you know if they do that just on a percentage basis and if they just up that or if they actually adjust how how the actual interaction of it works. You know. So I, I think a lot of them will just be percentage based. Um, I could see a couple being like just completely changed, just depending what it is. Yeah. But like airborne anointment, I can't wait till we get a hundred percent airborne damage and a hundred twenty percent slide damage. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm I think the hardest thing that. for me is going to be like going through and farming and like not automatically ignoring a weapon just because the it's an airborne anoint. Like right. I'm yeah. Have to like retrain my brain to be like, hold on a second, that might actually be decent. Yeah. So, yeah. That that being said, um, if there's someone out there that has like, if there's if there's anybody out there that just has like a sick mayhem ten airborne anointment build right now, please hit us up on Twitter because I want to see that. <laughs> I get to see that. Yo, actually, I just thought of this. Like, once you pair the air, like once they buff Amara's like phase slam skill, yeah, and you are doing should be in the air for longer. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. Everybody's sick. gonna be using fracture. I actually can't wait to see like an actual Amara fracture build. Right, that's gonna be ridiculous. Because <laughs> fracture is a really cool looking action skill. It is. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this: Why is like nobody uses it anymore? So, like, what is the point of having the dictator in the game still? Um. Yeah. I I I think that's it's it is kind of like uh I don't know the word for it. It is kind of like cheap, maybe. To just mm. make a weapon that replaces another weapon. Mm. I'm kind of fine with the Monarch and Dictator situation. I'm a little more upset about the Brainstormer Reflex situation. Yeah. Because I can't get them in every element. Right. Sure. Like, if I could get a Reflex of every element, I would be way happier right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Reflex, super strong. Um, it's... Is it is it your favorite Mayhem 6 weapon? No, no, no. My favorite Mayhem 6 weapon um, is the Backburner. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Understandable. Um, let's see. Are which one are you more excited about, Guardian Takedown or the Bounty of Blood DLC? Takedown, <laughs> takedown. Okay, I'm a no takedown hesitation. <laughs> if the I'm not gonna lie, if the DLCs had a like one proving ground and one circle of slaughter, then I would be more excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's just story stuff. I I do enjoy playing the story for myself, mm-hmm. um, and I do enjoy the lore and the Borderlands story. But there's only so much replayability to it, in my opinion. Um, maybe once the mods start coming out and we get like randomizers and stuff, then it'll be really fun again. Sure. What about uh, are just you more excited in the current about- state of the game? Definitely uh, takedown. All right, Guardian takedown or the Krieg DLC that's coming up. Uh, so once again, uh, when <laughs> Borderlands Two came out, I do love Krieg, and I actually really wanted uh, like my parents to buy me the DLC so I could play Krieg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never got to play them, so I don't have like. I don't have as much of a like connection as like other people do. Yeah. Right. Right. That's brutal. Yeah. I, no. couldn't, I couldn't imagine like. No, I do remember Krieg though. I, I actually remember specifically trying to get my dad to buy me the DLC and he was like, I just paid $60 for the game. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was different times back then. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Nah, nah that's fair. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, Krieg is my, is my favorite character from the series in general. And no, yeah, no, no. That so. DLC is going to be really awesome for sure. I think so. I like, I think it'll be interesting though. Cause I've said it a few times in the past that the only way to make like Krieg's story arc really work out as far as like lore and story and stuff like that is uh, like, I almost feel like they need to like kill him off, but you know, just, just, you know, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how they actually handle that. Cause he is kind of a fan mm-hmm. favorite. So. Um, mm-hmm. Hear so, me out on this. What if so? Like to make the perfect Krieg DLC would for for Thickfilet would be to have like 
kill it with like the end boss <laughs> be like a repeatable raid boss. Yeah, I would like if if they could add one proving ground, one circle of slaughter, and one raid boss to every DLC. Mm-hmm. Like that's all they need. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really all it needs. Yeah, and and that's kind of the interesting thing is that you like they they've done a good job of making the bar uh, the bosses farmable and stuff like that. But even in in uh, DLC two, you know. Um, you know the heart is not. I don't. I don't consider that a raid boss, even at the highest difficulty. You know, it's not. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have this. And and uh, I, I know that you know, like you said, you didn't get the chance to play the the Borderlands two DLCs, but it doesn't feel the same as going and like taking on Hyperius or something like that. You know. Yeah. So, right. so in a lot of your videos, uh, where you're working out the math, like the three hundred percent annoyed video or the or the amp damage uh, shields uh, broken video. Um, you talk a lot about, like, you get into a lot of the numbers and stuff, and for any of our audience, like, again, to our audience, like, go and watch everything that you can, because <laughs> it's, like, any content that you consume uh, from Thick Filet is going to help you out. But just to give them a heads up, like, what is, could you explain V1 and V2 damage? All right, so V1 and V2 sounds like, this crazy name for a type of damage. Uh, realistically, V1 and V2 doesn't mean anything. It's just a name I think Demonite coined. Uh, do you guys know of Demonite? Yes, I do. I don't. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure he coined that term when he created a flak uh, damage video a while ago, if you go on his channel, and he created the terms V1 and V2. All it means is um, it's just a different category of damage. So, like, it's not gun damage, it's not splash damage, it's not elemental, it's just its own thing. Um, and then a lot of times, this is this isn't set in stone, um, but the reason why they have to be different forms of damage is because think about it like this. Um, so if you have gun damage, that can get applied to your gun while you're shooting it. The game doesn't have to take any extra steps to apply gun damage, right? Right. Right. Okay. So when you take a damage like crit damage, the game you have to shoot an enemy in their crit spot, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So that's why crit damage is is not additive with gun damage. Like it's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we talk about stuff like the sliding anointment, that's its own. Uh, that's not anything. That's actually completely multiplicative with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sliding and airborne anointments are actually very well positioned, but the, but it's separate because the game has to has to tell if you're sliding or jumping. Um, and then the last example I'm going to give is the 300% anointment. The game, when you hate the enemy, the game has to calculate, like, is this enemy at 90% health or not? And then when it does that, it just ends up being in a different damage multiplier because your gun damage was calculated when you shot your weapon, and then the the 300% anointment is calculated on hit. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like it's like a placeholder, just like, you know, in, in algebra, like, find the value of X. Like it's Yes, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah. if you... Because your standard bullet damage is just what that is, and then, but if you get a crit, it's not that number times. It doesn't you know, add on to that number. Right. Right. Okay. It's just they so, calculate so, that number differently. Yeah. Okay. So to give you guys a basic damage formula, real quick, it's mm-hmm. gun damage times uh, V one times V two times splash damage times crit times elemental bonuses times miscellaneous and then miscellaneous is where everything else falls like sliding and airborne are their own thing uh amp is its own thing completely uh there's a bunch of random stuff um and it basically what it means is that i named a bunch of categories everything that falls into those categories are added together so all gun damage bonuses are added together and then each of those categories are multiplied together 
Gotcha. Um, so it's actually kind of more simple once it's explained like that. Right. So what is the... <clears throat> then if that's the case, then... I know I this... I don't know why this sounds like such a revelation, but like... How do you how how do you go about doing testing and like figuring out the optimal combination <laughs> of these? All right. Um, so as a general rule of thumb, as a general rule of thumb, if you have equal bonuses to different categories, mm -hmm. so let's compare splash damage and weapon damage. Mm -hmm. If you can get a hundred percent splash damage or a hundred percent weapon damage, put it into the category you've buffed the least. Does that make sense? So kind of try to even out your different bonuses. Um, and that's why, and that's how you end up getting the most multiplicative bonuses. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. So j just spread out your damage. That's the, that's the most general rule of thumb. Okay. Hmm. Fair enough. So, uh, so this may be, you know, I know, I know we've kind of talked about, you know, the, that you like to be more of a, you know, you kind of like to test out things and stuff like that. So maybe, maybe this is kind of a weird question, but assuming, assuming of course, that this is not the last installment in the Borderlands series, you know, do you, I mean, do you really have any expectations for, uh, for the next game or wh where the series is going to go or anything, especially with us being on the brink of, uh, um, of like new, new hardware and stuff like that with, you know, Xbox and PlayStation? Uh, I mean, expectations, probably not. It's just Borderlands. It's just a fun game to me. Um, <laughs> I would hope they introduce some, like, all the good aspects of this game. Like, the new Slayer Mayhem modifier, I actually think it should just be, like, a Guardian rank. I would be very happy to see it as a Guardian rank mm. in Borderlands 4. Right. Um, so, I, so those, I mean, those are realistically my expectations. I hope they take all the good things and uh, run with it mm. and try to leave some of the worst stuff behind. Yeah. Do you do you feel that they've done a good job of doing that uh, in in past games, like bringing bringing all the good aspects of, you know, one and two and and, and pre sequel? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Did you ever play Borderlands One? Like, yeah, I did. I okay. I played Mordecai. Nice. nice. What was your <laughs> Solid what was choice. your okay? What was your favorite Mordecai build? Dude, I I told you I didn't. I played when I was like fourteen or something <laughs> oh, right, when the right. game first so came out. I actually just played it as like a story game. Okay. Yeah, so there was no, just play like, through. There no optimal build, no farming. The I mean, there probably was, but not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right, all right, sweet. So, um, uh, yeah, and go ahead. No, you go for it. So, uh, for uh, for anyone that's that's just listening in now um, for for the first time or anything like that, we we always end our episodes uh, by doing what we call uh, triple G stands for going going gun. We always talk about a particular gun, uh, whether it be from the series or from one particular game, uh, and we kind of go over some uh, you know ways to use it, what it's good for, what it's not good for, who it might be good for, you know, if you're going to use it on a particular boss, any of that kind of stuff. So. Uh, we're Which not was gonna, a lot easier when the game was when the game was not in the spot that it is now, you know. Like, right, like, right. Where stuff gets changed and updated all the time. But right. um, that being said, we're not gonna we're not gonna blindside you with that. But we want to ask you, uh, what gun do you think we should do our our going going gun segment on? Um, OPQ system. Ooh, solid. We haven't done that <clears throat> one yet, have we? Because it's no, brand we new. haven't done that one. Nice. I think it's my favorite cartel weapon. Mm-hmm. I think it's my favorite weapon from the cartels. It's really cool. Um, I have a video on it. 
The splash, the splash shock you get from the OPQ system yep. actually will double dip uh, on some of those uh, dam- uh, V2, actually, specifically, was the one I showed it with. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can also double dip on crit if you're playing flak, because you can get the shock splash to actually crit itself. Nice. Um, and now, for those of you who don't know what I mean by double dip, I mean... Um, so basically, here's a TLDR. The shock explosion from the OPQ is based on one pellet's worth of damage. Um, so you know how the OPQ is a times two? Yes. Yep. Well, basically, the shock explosion is the exact same damage as one of those pellets. So like a times one. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so that's what it's based off of. What's really cool is uh, the 300% anointment specifically was the one I tested with. Um, and what happens is the bullet itself gets the 300% bonus. And then since the shock explosion is based off of that initial damage, and then it'll get the 300% bonus again. Nice. So you can actually double dip. <laughs> and that's what I mean by it. And um, it's really cool. So just having an OPQ with 300% anointment um, is probably one of the best anointments on it for any character. Solid. I think it's going to wreck in Guardian Takedown. What with oh, the, yeah. What with all the shields and everything everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sentinel Cryo OPQ for armor and shields. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done. That's it. <laughs> that's that's all you need. So Perfect. All right, sweet. Um well thanks a lot for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. Uh hope to talk to you again, you know, in the future. Yeah, um, definitely, man. And uh yeah, thanks a lot. Like I and, said, uh, DM me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, for for those people listening, um, you know, uh you know, if you have not gone and sub- subscribed to this man on YouTube, if you have not checked him out on Twitch, do all those things. YouTube.com slash thickfillet, twitch.tv slash thickfillet underscore, discords, you'll find them on my YouTube and Twitch. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, if, and uh, you know, if, if you happen to find his, if you happen to find his secret Twitter that he, <laughs> that he has out there, let us know. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make a Twitter. All right, cool. I'm going to make a Twitter. Cool. When, he get, when he gets a Twitter... Go go follow him on Twitter. <laughs> right. You'll find it on YouTube and Discord. Perfect. Yeah. Or on and Twitch. Perfect. All right. All right. Sweet. Thanks a lot, man. And uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Cool. Thanks for having me. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. I'll definitely talk to you guys again. All right. Awesome. Sounds good, man. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. All right. Peace. And okay. we're back. <laughs> All right. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, that was our interview with Thick Filet. As he recommended, we're going to go ahead and do our going, going gun on the OPQ system. Honestly, he kind of did it for us a little bit. So, yeah, I genuinely like, and he's, <laughs> that man makes me want to be better at Borderlands. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yep. So, no, that was a great interview. We were happy to have him. So, um, that being said, I, I know this is highly improbable at this point in our career, but if there's anyone else that's looking to do any of that kind of stuff, you know, if you'd like to get in contact with us about doing any collaborations, you know, if you're some kind of content creator or anything like that, please reach out to us. We'd really love to have, uh, we'd really love to have almost anyone on this channel. <laughs> Asterisk. Um, you know. Oh, that's so That's funny because like, I can genuinely think of like two people off the top of my head and I'm like, nah, <laughs> so hey i heard your thing i'd really like to do an interview with you guys be like oh that's nice <laughs> get bent you fucking <laughs> i got nothing <laughs> all right anyway so um so yeah but that that said uh we should go ahead and do our big ending series that we always do drew what's it called
Going, going, gone. <laughs> All right. So uh, as we've already talked about, Thick Valet's done a great job talking to us about the OPQ system and how it works and everything like that. So OPQ system. Drew, what do we got? It's a legendary assault rifle in Borderlands 3. It's manufactured by Atlas. It's basically like a buffed version of what was already a solid weapon in the uh, epic rarity uh, Q systems that we were getting from base game. Mm-hmm. Um, solid, solid gun. It can be dropped from uh, Joey Ultraviolet. Uh, it can also be dropped by two others who I can't think of off the top of my head. But uh, the cool thing about it, so like a normal Q system has your tracking, has your tracker and then your shots that follow up, right? Right. The OPQ system shoots out a second gun that is that makes the same shots as you, which is just nuts. Right. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, couple of things to find out, um, that are really interesting about this one is you don't like, you don't even really have to work too hard to get a good, like a quote unquote good role on this one. It's always going to spawn with the cost effective prefix. And, um, one other thing to note is that the guns drones do fire at a much slower rate, uh, compared to a standard Q system. So that is just something to be aware of and, and just be aware of that. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's great for using some of your other skills. Uh, it's awesome for Zane's playing dirty, um, Moses, some for the road redistribution and means of destruction. And it also works really, really well with flax two fang skills. Um, specifically Mose, I've seen this thing get ridiculous when it's just spawning tons of guns. Cause that's a thing you can do on it. So yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing is that uh, while your prefix doesn't matter because wow. yeah, while yeah, while the um, prefix itself doesn't matter because it's always going to be the same one. The thing to note on this is to make sure that you really get uh, anointment that you want from it because the drone will also benefit from those anointments. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think you mentioned it already, but like I love using the OPQ system on Flack and getting that two fang buff out of it because mm-hmm. you can legit like. I don't know if people realize this, but you can get like multiple, you can get more than one, uh, drone drone gun Q system yeah. out there. Yeah. Which is just nuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, then you got three Q systems. Yeah. We, uh, as, uh, thick filet mentions in the interview that we did with him, uh, you definitely really want to get this right now. If you have the chance, uh, by the time of recording, like Drew said, the, um, cartel event is going to have potentially, you know, like a week left or around there somewhere. So when this comes out, you're going to have a week to get it. It does a really, 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 really good shock damage. Um, so be, so be aware of that. Uh, occasionally it causes a shock explosion on hit. So, and if you've got multiple guns doing that from the drones part of it, then that's really going to help you out. And the guardian events that's, or the guardian takedown that comes out, we know it's going to be largely a lot of shock to deal with their shields and everything like that. So just be aware of that. If there's a time to get it, it's now go do it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. So yeah, once again, we really appreciate thick filet for, uh, coming onto the show and giving us some of his insight for builds and, and just kind of giving us an idea of what to look forward to and everything like that. Once again, that is, uh, on Twitch, that is thick filet with two C's and an underscore afterwards. And that is thick filet on YouTube. So, 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's going to wrap it up for us today. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate Thick Filet once again. I know we've said it a million times, but like this was a huge get for us. We we're super, super stoked. Yeah, first, first, uh, first interview. We were a little bit hesitant and everything, so we were glad that he was that he was such a nice guy. Definitely a pillar of the community. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, we look forward to working with him again sometime. Looking forward to working with other people as well. Uh, big things, big things going on with Vault Hunters Guide to the Borderlands. Thanks, everybody, for coming along on the ride with us, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Good luck and good drops. Bye.